0: What's up, everybody? I'm Juan Antonio, and thank you very much for listening to Five Minutes of Faith, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta tell you, we just a couple of hours ago got a mighty, 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 mighty prayer answered, and it was uh, look, it was a pretty surreal moment. So um, last week, one uh, so my wife Nicole is a teacher, and one of her. Uh, uh, fellow teachers, uh, kids was severely injured. Um, I'll spare you the details, but he was severely injured and, um, there was a a good possibility that he wasn't going to make it. The doctors had essentially said that he was brain dead. And a lot of people have been praying and praying and praying. And yesterday, as I'm on my walk, Nicole texts me and she gave me some bad news about you know his outcome and that it's not looking good. So as soon as I heard that, I heard the Holy Spirit just say, "Talitha Coom And for those of you that aren't familiar, uh, Jesus resurrected a little 12-year-old girl who had passed away, and Talitha cum. Uh, in Hebrew means little girl or Aramaic uh, means little girl get up and that's the, f- the first phrase that came to mind so I said Lord not that uh, not that this boy was a girl but I just said Lord I know that you have the power you had the power to tell the little girl to get up and I know you have the power to tell this boy Christian to get up and today um <laughs> sure enough His mom is holding his hand and he grabs a hold of his mother's hand and refuses to let go, which is a great sign because it's a sign of brain function and it's a sign that there's a lot of hope still. So thank the Lord for that. Thanks the the Lord for answered prayers and thank the Lord for his will and Christian and his family's life. So I wanted to start the podcast off by sharing that uh, today. Uh, And today's topic is something that I feel is very important, and it's something that has given me a lot of great benefits in my life, and that is seeking wise counsel from the right people and making sure that you have people that you submit to um, that and the people that you submit to are people that have authority under God. And how you can tell the way or that these people are surrendered to God is you can tell by the fruit of their life. If you hang out with them and you feel at peace, they make others feel at peace. Uh, They're generous. They're patient. They're kind. And they just make an impact in others' lives. Then that might be a good person for you to surrender to and seek advice from. So let me start off by sharing a personal story here. So I've been doing boxing for about six months now. I've always had had a passion for boxing and there's something about hitting a heavy bag and getting that contact that just does it for me more than lifting weights, more than anything else Just hitting that heavy bag for some reason just gets me going. Right. And at first I started going uh, with this older trainer. Um, You know, he was in his sixties. And when I first got there, I was like, look, man, I I just want to get trained. I want to get a good cardio session going. Obviously I'm not going to go pro I'm pushing 40 years old, so I'm not looking for anything too crazy. So he took my instruction And he literally trained me just like that, where I wasn't working on my footwork. I wasn't working too much on my head movements um, and I wasn't working on my defense too much. I was literally just punching until I was gassed and then I would punch some more, which I really enjoyed. Right. So as of two weeks ago, I found this uh, younger dude and He kind of got me to ask him questions about wanting to train with him because of the way he was training people. I had noticed that he was an excellent motivator and he was good at pushing people and getting people to enjoy the workout, even though he was absolutely crushing them. So I came up to him and I told him, look, man, same exact thing. I'm pushing 40 years old and I'm not looking to go pro. I just want to work out sure enough, we start working out and <laughs> it's funny, the first thing he says, you gotta work on your footwork, and I'm like, dude I'm not gonna go pro, and then he was just no you gotta work on your fundamentals, keep in mind, this dude's probably in his mid-twenties, and I'm pushing 40, so he's like look man, he's like, I know you're not gonna go pro, but if you're gonna do this, do this right so, I start doing it right next thing you know my abs are hurting my <laughs> Uh, my quads are hurting more than they have when I was just punching and getting gassed. So not only was he working on my fundamentals, but he was actually allowing my body to get a better workout by doing it right, by punching right. And by doing the little things right and doing little tweaks here or there actually got me even more gassed than if I was to just be throwing punches. And... Uh, My trainer's name is Ivan, and he said this one phrase that I think I will carry with me for the rest of my life. Um, Towards the end of every round, like the last 30 seconds, I am gassed. And that's when he pushes me the hardest and he goes, come on, man, do not lose the fight because you're tired. And that... Absolutely just speaks to me because how many of us want to give up because we're tired of certain situations? How many of us want to give up because the situation looks bleak? Just don't give up because you're tired. Um, So why why I'm telling you this is because who you're seeking coaching from, who you're seeking counsel from, who you're allowing to lead you to make decisions in your life absolutely matters. As a matter of fact, Proverbs 16:3 says commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So the number 1 thing that you have to do is you have to submit your actions to the Lord. How that looks is pretty simple. Is say, Lord, I feel in my heart that I have this dream and this dream and this dream and I want to accomplish these goals. But this is what I want, but Lord, if it's not your will for my life, I don't want it. Please let your will be done in my life. Secondly, in Proverbs fifteen twenty-two, it says plans go wrong for lack of advice. Many advisors bring success. Now, this is a verse that I definitely take to heart. Um... As a matter of fact, I actually have a group of men that I seek counsel and advice from constantly. People that I talk to on a weekly, bi-weekly basis, and there's people that I see in person on a bi-weekly to weekly basis. I have my buddy Royal who lives in Tennessee, my uncle David who lives in L.A., Uh, My boy, Mike, who lives in Texas. My cousin, Sam, who lives in California. Uh, My brother, Ellis, uh, that lives in Arizona. And I actually go grab coffee with them pretty frequently. And lastly, my therapist, Gene. These are all men in my life that when something pops up or when something's bugging me or I need to make an important decision, I seek counsel from them. I go to them. Well, first I go to the Lord. And from there... I seek counsel from them because number one, it's important that we have a community of pre- people that pray with us, that pray for us. And not only that, there are times when, as a fellow or as a believer, you hear your voice and you think it's the Holy Spirit speaking to you, and you need to have the discernment in order to do that. So I seek others and seek their counsel. So they can help me determine whether, wait, this is, this is me talking or is this led by the spirit and going with that in community is definitely powerful. The next thing that I want to say is just be careful who you seek counsel from. So for instance, gentlemen, ladies, do not go to marriage advice or do not ask marriage advice from a person that's not happy in their marriage or somebody who's single because they don't know right now, Nicole and I do not have kids. So her and I are not the people to ask about, about raising a child. Yes. My wife is a teacher and she is great with kids, but you have to keep in mind that If we have kids around us, we get to drop them off when we're done and we get to live our lives. So we don't live with those kids on a day to day basis. So get advice from the right people. Get advice from people that have been there. Um, Like I was telling you about or the example about my trainer, Ivan. I was going to a different trainer who was doing his job. I'm not I'm not knocking the old trainer, but Ivan is somebody that's in it. He actually just won his first professional fight. Um, So congratulations on that, Ivan, if you're listening to this, but he's a person that's in it. He's a person that is vested in it, that is definitely passionate about it and wants to see people succeed. So I encourage you, make sure that you seek counsel from the right people in the Bible. uh, The book of James uh, 317, it says, but the wisdom from above is first of all pure. It is also peace loving. Gentle at all times and willing to yield to others, it is full of mercy and the fruit of good deeds. It shows no favoritism and it is always sincere. The key phrase that I'll read to you again it says, And it is willing to yield to others. Another word for that uh, word, yield, is to submit. So, before I make any major, major decisions. I talk to God, I talk to Nicole, and of course, I seek counsel from those that have experience or more experience than me in my life. Also, it's important that, like I said, to seek counsel from the right people. First Corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 says, don't be fooled by those who say such things for bad company corrupts good character. And he's talking um, to the Church of Corinthians and the verse before this, he's talking about people who are basically just YOLOing it up. And don't get me wrong, there is nothing wrong with having a YOLO attitude. And for those of you who don't know what YOLO means, it is an acronym for you only live once. And it's a great attitude to have. But if you have that attitude with everything in your life, then there might be an issue. So make sure that you're you're surrounded around the right people and that you seek counsel from those who have your future in mind as opposed to protecting your feelings. So let me hear let me let me repeat that once again to make sure that this hits home for you. Make sure that when you seek counsel for people from people, you ask people who think about your future first and not your feelings. I've talked to uh, the people that I, that I reached out to. I've talked to the people that I seek counsel from, and they've told me some things sometimes that hurt my feelings. But at the end of the day, that's made me a better man. So if you seek counsel from the right people, they're going to challenge you. But when they challenge you, that's going to make you a much better person. So let me encourage you to surround yourself around the right people. Don't try to live life on your own. We've been made to live in community with one another. Um, and if you don't have the right people in your life, just ask God to place them. I promise you he will. I, uh, uh, I, I've started my stronger faith walk as of December of last year. And before December, these people were always, have always been in my life, but I had never ever acknowledged them to be the wise counsel that I needed in my life. So the moment I prayed to God was when I felt the Holy Spirit say, oh, reach out to Royal, reach out to your uncle, David, reach out to Mike, Sam, Ellis. And of course, the One of the biggest steps of faith that I took was actually getting a therapist and making sure that it was a Christian therapist that would challenge me and would make me a better man. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for the people that you've placed in our lives. Thank you, Father, that we have a heart that searches for you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you have not called us to live this life alone. Thank you that you are always with us. Father, I just ask that you place the right people in our listeners' lives. I ask that you please allow them to find counsel from the right people, that you will allow them to not make major decisions on their own, that they go to you and that you place the right people in their lives that will help them make those tough decisions, those people in their lives that, that will encourage them when they need encouragement that will help them when they need the help and that will challenge them when they need to be challenged. Lord, thank you, father, for all the men in my life that have helped me throughout this time that I've drawn closer to you. Father, thank you, Lord, for everything. Thank you for every single one of my listeners. And I pray just a prayer of blessing and a prayer of community over them. Lord, thank you, father, for everything. And I love you in Jesus mighty name. We pray. Amen. All right, y'all, before I sign off here, I wanted to let you know that I actually have a guest coming on to the show next week. It's going to be part two of the Seeking Counsel series. Um, it is uh, a dear friend of mine. His name is Taylor, and he will be joining me on here. And man, when he tells you the story about his grandmother, it just it, like so I've known Taylor for like 12 years or something like that. And I had never heard him talk about his grandmother the way he did. And the fact that he's talking about it right when the series started, it's like, all right, dude, I got to have you as a guest on this show so that you can tell people what receiving the right counsel looks like. But all right, y'all. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, If you like this podcast, please feel free to rate it, subscribe and share. Thank you very much for listening. I love you all. God bless. Peace.